welcome to the weekly podcast of River Valley Church. We're glad you're here. Our heart is to lead people to Jesus and launch them into their God-given purpose. So we pray you would encounter God in a fresh, new way today. To learn more about our church, visit rivervalley.org. Now, let's tune in to this week's message. Happy Mother's Day weekend. I want to say this, we get to celebrate Mother's Day, and I was going to say earlier, we have to celebrate. I didn't mean it that way. No, we get to. We get to, mm-hmm. and I think it's very important that we stop in the midst of the crazy world that we're living in and celebrate the things that are important to us. Uh, it doesn't matter. Just because there's crisis in your life, there are still milestones that should be celebrated. Matter of fact, I'm thinking about it's your birthday this month. Yeah. Are we going to skip your it's birthday? Of course not. No, of course not. <laughs> We're going to celebrate. And so if your birthday is during this time, your anniversary, um, and especially for moms for Mother's Day, we celebrate. I'm thinking about weddings, too. Oh, my People goodness. with weddings. Graduations. These everything. are times to, yeah, graduates. I feel like we want to do something special for you, but you get the point. We want to celebrate everyone right now. Today, we're celebrating mothers. And I have in the studio with me today... My wife, Becca. Yes. And you can see that, but I want us to go and introduce everybody else. We have my mother, Isabel, with us. We'll talk about that in just a moment. And then, of course, we have Kirk and Kaylee Graham with us. And uh, we only needed Kaylee, but I said, we want Kirk to come in. I'm a tag along, and I'm honored to be here. Color commentary. Yes. And he's preaching next week. Yes. So I just said, I've been going boom, 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 boom. So we do this this week. He's preaching. We'll do announcements, and so you're preaching. I'm ready. All right, he's ready. So uh, can I just address the obvious? Obviously, we're spaced out here. Mom's here, and um, uh, I just I want you to talk about this, Mom, because um, you have been doing tons of following the rules, but you've been meeting with family. We declared family is in, and um, just talk about you're isolating or living, what it's been like right now as mom and your kids are there and your grandkids? It's been horrible. Yeah. it's. I'm sorry, it's been horrible. And even just being around the people here is very emotional for me, you know, because I don't, I'm a toucher. I love to hug people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you have the grandma hug club. I do, <laughs> I do. I have a hug club at church and, and I'm by myself and people can come by and wave and, even sneak me a dinner and things like that, but it's not the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I have told Rob that if this goes again, I'm moving into his house. <laughs> yep, she's like, so I'm just, just declaring. So it's on record now. Your house. And then talk about this real quick, because I know that there's mixed feelings about this, and this is not about COVID. This is about Mother's Day. But speaking to mom right now, um, you know, you, you've, you've said, you know where you're going. You're like, I, I know what I believe in, and I know the reality of this, and I know the odds and all this, but just talk about kind of that passion you had there. I think it's the faith component, you know, that I, I don't have to worry, you know, and so that's what's frustrating is that I have to sit in the house with because a bunch of other people are worried, mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not worried. I, if, you know, you said it when you were, you know, 11 years old and had surgery. If I live, I know where I'm going and I'm okay with that. And if I die, I know where I'm going and I'm okay with that. And that's mm-hmm. how I feel. Mm-hmm. I don't want to live in a prison. Yeah. You know, I don't want to live in my apartment and have no human contact. Yeah. That's not what God intended. And I know yeah. that there's a lot of people that have pre-existing conditions yes. and that are highly at risk yes. or in long-term care. Yes. And side note, again, 
we think you had COVID. Yep. I mean, we think you had it. <laughs> you were so you sick. You were so sick and you were actually on a medication that, that they're, you know, giving to people. So we think you had it. But also mom's here because she's like, I'm in, I'm not changing. And I'm in. And she's an amazing mom. And she's an amazing mom. <laughs> and also because Titus chapter two, verses three through five talks about the older women should teach what is good. Then they can urge the younger women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, to be busy at home, to be kind, to be subject to their husbands so that no one will malign the word of God. And so I said, mom, you're here to be the oldest woman so that Becca's not the oldest woman. Oh, okay. <laughs> Thank you. So, so I have asked the ladies to help me with this sermon. And again, this is just a, we want to celebrate mothers. Mm -hmm. And so I asked them to talk about women in crisis in the Bible, the way women stepped up in crisis. Asked each of them to do that. And uh, Becca's going to go first. But before she does, let me just say, women in crisis, in World War II, women stepped up. Yep. When men were sent out to war, the women stepped up. They ran everything. They stepped in. Um, Sojourner Truth was the first uh, black woman to sue a white man and get her son back who was sold into slavery and, and just went as an, stood up as a preacher of the gospel. So she stood out. I think about Abigail Adams raised five kids. One was a future president. She ran the farm. She did all, I mean, women step up. And I love this quote. Eleanor Roosevelt once said, a woman is like a tea bag. You, can, you can't tell how strong she is until you put her in hot water. That is good. <laughs> I love it. That, that's like a mic drop. All right, yeah. right there, Eleanor Roosevelt. Um, but, but so I've asked each of them to talk about a lady that was in hot water and then bring it to today. And so Becca, go ahead. A lady that was in a crisis in hot water. Yes. So I'm going to talk about Jochebed, which was Moses's mother. Yep. And she obviously was a very strong woman because she had to give up Moses because at that time, they were killing the babies under two years old. Right. And so she went and had Moses hidden in a basket and put him in the water. And that was a really brave thing for her to do. Um, and what I love about that story is that his sister Miriam was watching while he was in the basket, and she made sure that he was taken care of. So Pharaoh's daughter comes down, finds him in the basket, and then Miriam says, hey, I can find someone to nurse him for you. I love so, that. It's so sneaky. I know. And what <laughs> I, I love what I love about this story is that um, Jochebed was obedient to God. And instead of Moses being killed, he ends up growing up in the palace. And I think only God could do something yeah, right. like that. I love it. And and Jochebed, she just has so many amaz amazing qualities. She raised three. I mean, Miriam, Aaron, and Moses yeah. raised all three these for three. leaders. Yeah. yeah. And so it's just a great story of being creative. I mean, she had to be creative as a mother mm -hmm. to save her son and, you know, put him in a basket and, and look what God did with that. So I love the story of Jochebed. And I just, I just can't imagine giving up, you know, your three-month-old. No um, and no, Kaylee, I know you, you guys dealt with infertility for a bit. And just imagine that. You're waiting for a yeah. baby for yeah. so long and then. That would be the hardest thing in yeah. the world. Yeah. I cannot imagine it. So she was super strong woman. Yeah. She was creative, mm -hmm. and she trusted God to take care of her son, and Absolutely. He did. He did it amazing. Yeah. So. And, and she, you talked about she gave him up, and I let me deflect this over to mom for a mm -hmm. second. Yeah. And happy Mother's Day, mom. Happy Mother's Day, wife. Uh, <laughs> you know, happy Mother's Day, Kaylee. Uh, but mom, talk about giving up your child to the Lord. Like you just say, 
they're yours. I mean, I know when we did child dedication with Connor and Logan, we're like, <gasps> we truly gave our children. But talk about that just for a moment. Mm-hmm. There was a time, it, uh, we got saved the same year. You were seven and I was 31. And uh, I had been saved maybe four or five years and I went to a conference and the woman that was speaking said, we're gonna give our children up to God and we're gonna pray in a circle. And I thought, no, that's not gonna happen. I'm not doing that. (laughs) She faked it. Yeah, and I squeezed one hand like I had talked and that was good. And what I didn't know then is that God, there was this thing called word of knowledge, which the speaker had. And after it was all over, she said, there are people that did not give their children over to God. And I'm like, oh, 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 she's going to grab me. And she said, "Uh, you're keeping God's blessing from them. And I'm like, whoa, 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 wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm not sure. But she said, now we're going to stand up again and we're going to do it again. And at that time, I'm bawling because it still wasn't easy. No, I knew I had to do it, but it was not easy easy giving my children over to God, especially because many of you maybe don't know, but I gave a daughter up for adoption. And so these children were mine and I wasn't going to let anybody have not even God Mm. until he spoke and said, no, you're keeping my hand a blessing off of them too. And so, yeah. Okay, so Jochebed, way to start us out. We're already crying. Yes. Um, As moms, we have to give our kids over to the Lord. I think that's one of the hardest things we do is we have to trust God with that, that he loves them even more than we do. He has them in his hand. And so as moms, that's something that we all have to do is is release our kids over to the Lord. All right, Kaylee, let's talk about some more tough ladies. Who do you got for us? We're going to talk about Deborah. We hear about Deborah in Judges 4. Um, at the time, the Israelites are in captivity to the Canaanites, and she is a judge in the land of Israel, and um, she's a prophet. And so she gets a word from the Lord, and she hears, hey, today's the day. It's game time. I'm going to deliver you from the hands of the Canaanites. And so she goes to Barak, who is the army, the leader of the army. Yep. And she says, it's game time. We're going. I want you to get 10,000 men together. And he kind of wimps out on her and says, I'm only going if you're going with me. And this is her response to him. She says, of course, I'll go with you, but understand that with an attitude like that, there'll be no glory in it for you. God will use a woman's hand to take care of Sisera. I think she had a finger wave. (laughs) No, that's the mic drop. That's the mic drop right there. So she agrees to go with him and they get to where it's all going to go down. The moment where if she's got any moment to second guess, to doubt, to back out. The scariest moment of the story happens. The enemy is approaching. And this is what is squeezed out of her in that moment. She says, um, this is the day the Lord will give you victory over Sisera, for the Lord is marching ahead of you. And I think that that's such a good word for moms right now. We're in such unprecedented times. Um, This is scary for some women to keep your children healthy, to keep them safe. Mm -hmm. Um, We're wearing hats that we've never worn before. We're doing things we've never done. And I think this is such a good word for moms right now. The Lord has gone before us. He has yes. made a way. He will never leave. He will never forsake. We have the victory. Yeah. Um, so I love that. And so anyways, they go to battle. And every warrior of the Canaanites dies. Every single one. 
Every single one. Yeah, and I, I was going to jump in there and just say, God doesn't do things halfway. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. so for the for the person listening out there that's having difficulty and praying for deliverance or freedom or provision or healing or whatever it may be, God doesn't do halfway things. Right. And every single warrior that came against the Israelite army yep. was defeated, was killed, except the leader. Right. But the story goes on. Sisera Cicero survived. Maybe he was the fastest, or maybe he was at the back <laughs> of the army, and he's sprinting uh, away. Mm-hmm. And uh, he sprints. I'm just adding on because De- no, Deborah's cool. She's Color a leader. Commentary. She's a, yeah. This is the, I'm just saying the story doesn't just end there. Yeah. Uh, Cicero runs to this other woman's tent, fi- finds this other woman. Her name's JL, and he's like, "I gotta hide. Let like let me in." She says, "Come on in. Don't worry." And he says, I'm thirsty. So I don't know if it's Give a glass, glass of milk, yep. glass of milk, get you a little blanket. Cicero takes a nap after his whole army's killed, takes a nap. Yep. And JL, secretly while he's sleeping, this is the Bible for you. <laughs> yeah. I'm just telling you, this Judge, is the Bible. Judges 421. It's real. <laughs> JL takes a tent peg and a hammer mm-hmm. and hammers a tent peg through Cicero's head into the, the Bible says into the ground. Yeah. Like maybe stop like once it's through, like nope. into the ground, yeah. defeating not only every warrior, mm-hmm. but also the leader of that mm-hmm. army, Sisera. And that was marking the freedom for God's people at that moment. Deborah yeah. led them into that, which is incredible. Yeah, so great. I, I think of two things. Uh, I just want to speak to people that listen to your wife, listen to the women in your life. <laughs> they have a discernment yes. and an yes. ability yes. to speak truth to you. Yes. And then secondly, I just see you guys and I see this so strong. Be be a couple together, you know. Be a couple together. What's that saying? Behind every good man, there's a great woman. Or yeah, yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Listen, when when you uh, when you were getting ready to hire me, this is nine years ago. Now almost ten years ago, uh, we were dating and uh, and getting to the point of I I told you I'm planning to propose, Mm -hmm. and he said, listen, we want to hire you, but if you don't propose, like if you don't do that, you don't have a job here. (laughs) You have to marry Kayla. We want to hire her. <laughs> I get an assist on that. Uh, another great, great lady stepping up. All right, mom, uh, a lady in a tough time stepping up. I get to talk about Esther. And Rob teases me because she was a rule breaker. I don't know why he teases me about that. Because you're a rule breaker. <laughs> but the thing about Esther is I always look at Esther and I and I glamorize it like that she got told that she needed to save her people and she just rushed right into the king and told him this and they were all saved. Mm -hmm. And that isn't true. She got told about it and she thought about it and she thought about it and she's probably thinking, wait a minute, I've got a 50-50 chance of dying both ways. Mm -hmm. I either die by the king or I die because they throw me back out with my people. Yeah, because Mm -hmm. in Esther 4.16, like it was against the rules for her to go into the king. She couldn't even go in there. So she said, I'm going to save them. Yeah. And I have to risk everything. Right. Mm-hmm. And so she's a little resistant to this. And her uncle comes back in and gives her the little guilt talk. You know, if you don't yep. do it, you know, how are you going to feel when your people are all dead and you're still alive? Yep. And so by this time, she says, okay, I've, I, we've got to fast and pray. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so she has her people and herself, they're fasting and praying, which I love because makes her real. Yes. Yeah. It makes yeah. her real. You know, when God tells me to do something, I don't jump all the time. Mm -hmm. You know, I have to fast and pray. I have to think about it. Mm -hmm. And she got to the point where her faith was stronger than her fear. Yeah. Yeah. 
So and good. preach. Yes. And and that's where we have to be right now today. Mm-hmm. Our faith has to be stronger than our fear. So good. And she said, if I die, I die. Pretty much what I said in the beginning. Yeah. If mm-hmm. I die, I die. You know, that's yeah. the way it goes. I know where I'm going. I'm pretty yeah. happy. <laughs> uh, so she did it, and her people were saved. And you look at her and think, I could never do that. And I'm here to tell you, each and every woman can do that. Yes. Because you're not doing it because of your own ability. Don't kid yourself. She didn't do it on her own ability. She knew. She did it because people were praying and fasting. So if you're hurting, if you're suffering, if you need prayer, for goodness sakes, ask people. Yes. You know, tell people that you need prayer. Tell people that you need people fasting for you. Each and every woman has that ability inside of her. Yeah. No matter what's happening in your life, yep. you have that ability. Yes. I think that's so good. I think we're stronger than we think we are. Yes. yes. I think we can do more than we think Absolutely. we can yes. because Absolutely. we have God yes. in us, and he's our strength, and he's Absolutely. our source. And so even in this time when it's like we don't know what's happening, we don't know how we can do another day of distance learning right. or another day of <laughs> yep. making more meals. And, yes. But we can because God is in us yes. and we can yes. get through this because of him. Yes. I, I think women's heroic actions need to be celebrated. Yes. And I celebrate these <laughs> ladies in the Bible and I celebrate these ladies here with us now. Yes. And uh, I'm going to ask you to pray a blessing on uh, all the, the moms and yeah. just uh, we'll pray that. And then I want to speak to everyone after she does that. And I do want to say this. If you're wanting prayer, we have a thing. You could text prayer teams to 94,000, prayer teams to 94,000. So if you want prayer for this or anything you're facing, we have prayer teams available around the clock now during these services. And then also at the end of this, there'd be prayer. So go ahead, pray. Yeah. Lord, I just thank you so much for all the moms out there. God, I thank you for those that want to be moms. Lord, I pray for those that are dealing with infertility, God, that you would um, just be with them and comfort them and bring them the children that they're longing for. God, I thank you for my mom and all the moms out there that have um, brought up children. And I just pray a blessing over them today, God. Would you bless them? Would you encourage them and strengthen them today, God, that we can do anything through your strength, God, you are our source. So I just pray today that every mom out there would just feel so blessed. God, I know that there's people out there that didn't have a great mother and they, they might be hurting today. I pray that you would comfort them and be with yes. them as well, God. Yes. We love you and we just thank you so much that we can honor our mothers on a day like this, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. If it's possible, honor your mom uh, this weekend. Honor her. If you can't do that, Honor another mom. Um, I just said, pay for their caribou, do something, get them thought. Just open the door, do whatever you can. I mean, let's honor and honor the moms and say thank you. And can I just say, as we close this out, um, I believe this, and I'm not saying to honor your mom with this, but I believe this. I've talked to way too many mothers that their children are away from the Lord or they never said yes to Jesus. And I believe that you're probably watching right now. I believe that there are moms watching right now saying, please, give my child an opportunity to come back to Jesus or say yes for the first time. And I couldn't close this out without giving an opportunity to people right now to say yes to Jesus. It doesn't matter what you've done or where you've been. Uh, We've been praying for you. Your mom's been praying for you. Others have been praying for you. And it's time to say yes to Jesus. The Bible says if you'll confess your sins and you'll turn from them and you'll turn to Jesus, his free gift of grace, you don't have to work for that. He gives that to you. You will be forgiven. 
And so I want to lead you in this prayer right now and ask that you would say yes. And if that's you, you're saying yes, I'm going to ask you in just a moment to follow up on that and then call your mom if possible, call your family, call whoever that would want to celebrate with you. So if you're saying yes to Jesus right now, you're saying, that's me, I want to pray with you. And you just pray this, dear Lord Jesus, I'm sorry for my sins and all that I've done wrong. I ask you to forgive me. I receive your forgiveness. I believe you died on the cross and rose again from the dead so that I could be forgiven. And right now today, I pledge to live for you for the rest of my life. If you said that, if you said, that's me, we welcome you into the family of God. We welcome you. We'd say, congratulations. It it wasn't for your mom, but your mom would be delighted. And we're just delighted and thrilled to say, you said yes to Jesus. And we want to say, if you did that, would you text the words, now what, to 94,000? Now what, to 94,000? And we'd like to congratulate you. And if you can call your mom and tell her, tell her. If you can't call her or you don't think she'd celebrate, call someone. Tell them that you said yes to Jesus because today your life changed. Mm -hmm. I want to say to all the moms out there, happy Mother's Day. We're going to continue to worship uh, with our worship team. But we celebrate moms and we celebrate people that said yes to Jesus. We celebrate you in Jesus' name.